and welcome to the City of Fruit podcast. Fruit is used as a metaphor, not of our direct actions, but the things produced as a result of our lives. This isn't about just the things that we're accomplishing, but the true deeper meaning and lasting impact of what we're doing. This is your host, Palmer Thomas, and I'm excited to have you here on this journey with me. So today I'm here with Lisa uh, Schlarbaum from the Hope House of Colorado here. Um, Lisa, this is the City of Fruit podcast. So right off the top, we always want to know what is your favorite type of fruit? Oh, wow. My favorite type of fruit. It's papaya. Ooh. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite. It's an exotic papaya. fruit. Yes. What, what, do you, what, do you, what do you like about papaya? I just like everything about it. It's kind of a pain to cut up and eat and everything, but I love papaya. Do you eat it often? Not as often as I'd like. <laughs> so I'll, I'll back that up by um, mangoes much easier to get. I can get frozen mangoes. So I love that as well. I love mangoes. That's my favorite for sure. And uh, thanks so much for being on. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate the opportunity to talk. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, uh, yeah, if you could just tell us a little bit about what Hope House is, um, what you guys do, and okay. then who, who you are in your role here as well. Okay. Well, Hope House is um, a nonprofit that works with parenting teenage moms and we help um, them become self-sufficient with a number of different programs that we offer. They can live here. We have a residential program. Um, girls can live here up to two years while they work on finishing up their GED. If they don't have their high school diploma yet, they can work on their GED here. And then we help them go on to further education because it's really hard to be self-sufficient and take care of your um, child if you only have your high school diploma. You need extra education to become self-sufficient. So we help moms go on to additional education, but then we also teach parenting classes. We do healthy relationship classes, financial literacy, everything that you would need to um, know about to in order to become self-sufficient, to be a great mom and everything. So that's what um, Hope House does and what we're all about. And um, last year we served over 230 moms uh, we're building a new building that you saw, Palmer, and we're going to hope to um, expand our numbers probably close to up to 450 moms in the future, in, in the very near future, obviously. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So we're super excited. We've been doing this for over 16 years. Very cool. And so with that, like um, helping the over 400 moms, what, what kind of programs do you guys offer? The classes you said? Yeah, we do all the classes. We have girls right now in um, every metro county in uh, a college in one of those counties, which is pretty impressive. So whether that's Front Range Community College or Red Rocks, girls that are looking to um, become nurses. We have a, a mom that's at the Denver um uh, one of the Denver schools, and she's becoming an RN. She's almost finished after four years, which is an incredible accomplishment for somebody who's as young as she is and is a mom as well. Um, so we've got girls that are um, doing all sorts of things like that. We have girls that we put into um, career programs, um, and they're working full-time and taking care of their kids, and their kids are in child care, and, and they're succeeding and winning at life. That's awesome. Yeah. And how does like uh, how does a, a mom get involved with this? How do they hear about it? How yeah. are they involved? That's interesting that you bring that up. It's interesting. I would say most of our moms hear about us from other teen moms, or they hear about us from word of mouth. Um, they might hear about us from um, a nurse, a partner uh, practice, or whatever that someone's recommending that. They might hear about us. Um, from their local high school, maybe they are able to finish high school, and then the high, their school might recommend us for continuing education. 
So it's just a number of different ways. Um, we've, we've had some open houses where our moms host and invite their friends. And last year we had over 30 moms um, join up after they hosted their own open house for their friends. Wow. And so are there other programs like this or um, kind of what is the, the, the need even look like for teen mm-hmm. moms? There's over um, 3,000 babies born to teen moms in the state of Colorado. Um, every year. So there are um, a lot of teen moms, even though that rate might be dropping nationally and in the state of Colorado, there's still a lot of um, teen moms out there and we're trying to help them. So we do partner with um, some other nonprofits and other agencies that are working with teen parents. Um, we're Hope House um, was one of the founding uh, members of the Teen Parent Collaborative in the state of Colorado. So yes, we work with other partners like Florence Crittenton, and some other high schools that offer programs. And then they might, they very well may refer their moms to us for college or for career help and that sort of thing. We do work with a lot of other, other nonprofit partners. Wow. What? Yeah, I, I think this is, you know, for someone like me, this is a, um, a whole group of people that I'm just not super aware of. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you say that there's like over 3,000 mm-hmm. new teen moms a year, or at least new babies born to teen mm-hmm. mothers. Um what does that kind of community look like as far as like needs or um, what, what's lacking in, in resources and just kind of the, yeah, the need to serve that community? So almost 100% of our moms are um, in generational poverty. So um, when you look at um, our population, there's a lot of people living in poverty in Colorado and in the metro area. So our moms are um, what we would consult, what we'd call uh, generational poverty. So not only are they growing up in poverty, but their parents have grown up in poverty. Um, probably their grandparents grew up in poverty. It's all they know. And so I try to always explain that to people. I'm not talking about middle-class girls or girls from the wealth class. Um, those aren't the girls that are coming through our doors here. They're girls living in poverty. And um, we're trying to help them break the cycle of poverty. So they need to become um, self-sufficient, not only economically, so by finding that job, finishing high school, all those pieces, They also have to figure out how to become um, personally self-sufficient. So we talk to them about responsibility. We talk to them about what that integrity looks like, um, what what, taking care of yourself, taking care of others, all those pieces that are really considered personal um, self-sufficiency that are soft skills. We work with our girls on that as well. Like we can help them get their GED. We can help them even get a job. But if they don't have the soft skills that are going to um, help them stay employed or help them stay in school, they're not going to be self-sufficient. They won't break the cycle. There'll be one job loss or one car breakdown away from going all the way back down into poverty. So, you know, we serve, um, Palmer, we still serve girls from the ages of 15 all the way up to the, to they turn the age of 25. We, Hope House becomes that safety net for those girls. So if they lose a job, their car breaks down, or they lose childcare, we can kind of step in and help them just like your folks would probably step in and help you if you needed that kind of help. So we become, we become like family to those girls that we're serving. Mm, that's awesome. What's the, the, best, um, the best way for somebody you know, that's not here, for somebody to, to serve, to help, to volunteer, or like what's the biggest need that you guys have? Well, obviously, our biggest need is financial always. We're a nonprofit. We've got um, a budget this year that we're trying to raise of $1.8 million so we can help all these girls and everything. You know, you've seen our new building. So our greatest needs, I'm always going to say, because I'm the fundraiser, I'm going to say it's financial, right? But right after that, it's about volunteering. We have um, over... 
10,000 hours given to Hope House last year in volunteer hours. There's no way we can serve, you know, 240 moms this year without people coming in every day, every week, um, bringing in meals and volunteering, watching kids, um, helping, helping out with uh, lunch. Um, just, there's just a ton of things that we always need. Diapers, wipes, the basics. Every girl that walks through the door here um, for class or whatever always takes a package of diapers and wipes. So it's the small things and also the big things. So mm. we, we couldn't do what we do without our number of volunteers involved with us. Yeah, and what's the best way for somebody to, 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 to look into that, to see how to volunteer, how to get plugged in? Um, the best way, to, best way would be just go to our website and um, you can see our volunteer page. If you can fill out an application online, you can pick up the phone and call um, our volunteer coordinator, Teresa, and schedule a time to come visit and tour and figure out how to plug in with us. Awesome, yeah, and we'll definitely like link all that stuff in here That'd as well. That'd be great, thank you. Um, what's, what's something that you've learned, like the biggest lesson that you've learned being here um, and then just, just tell us a story if you could about some, like a memorable moment with a mom or a story of, of a mom like that. Okay. Well, I think I started, told you earlier, I, um, I started out, um, getting involved with Hope House. I heard about it through my church in Broomfield and, um, I just started, uh, taking us taking one step. I started volunteering. I offered to host a meal at my church and have the money go to Hope House. So I did that. Um, I also, uh, once I heard about Hope House, my husband dropped off our toddler bed. Our son never slept in his toddler bed. So we dropped it off here at Hope House and uh, got on the mailing list and started um, getting involved in hearing about Hope House. So we took that first step. I was a volunteer a long time ago. Um, from there, I became, uh, I actually joined the board of directors. And that was an awesome experience. I really got to learn on a deeper level of what was going on here at Hope House and how I could help and how I could get involved. Um, I was asked if I wanted to come be the, be the director of development, if I wanted to come fundraise, I have a background in sales and marketing and, um, was doing a lot of traveling and everything. And honestly, I thought that the timing was off for me. Like I should wait until I get closer to retirement. And now I tell people don't wait to make a difference until you're thinking about retiring. Yes, we use retirees all the time, but you can make an impact way before that. Um, and you're connected, your network that you have from your your work and your profession and everything is so important and valuable to plug people in here. So um, that's how I started getting involved. And I, I guess if I had to tell you a story uh, of what really impacted me is uh, we had a mom here that lived at the house a long time ago and um, she was struggling. She was really having a hard time uh, figuring out what she wanted to do and be in life and everything. And I just kind of uh, got involved with her and started plugging her in to have her look at other careers and, op and options. What I, what I find sad is that um, no one's ever asked our moms, what do you want to be when you grow up? And, um, you know, if you live in middle class in Palmer, I'm just going to guess that someone's been asking you for a long time uh, from the time they started driving you to grade school, um, what do you want to be? And maybe your first answer was maybe like my son. Well, I want to, I want to be a baseball player. You know, I want to be a football player. Like just that opportunity to dream and think about what that looks like today. I kept asking my kids that question. And what's so sad to me is our moms have never been asked that question. They don't know what they want to be. Um, no one's poured into them. Um, they are all about today. Um, when you're growing up in poverty, it's all about what are you going to eat today? Not like, what are you going to eat for breakfast or lunch or dinner? It's about what, just one meal is all you're looking for. 
Um, and that's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about that big kitchen that you looked at in the new building is no girl is going to go hungry or a little kid is going to go hungry at Hope House. We're going to make sure that they're well fed so they can think about when they're in that class they're taking in the afternoon. Um, yeah, maybe I'd like to be a nurse. Maybe I'd like to be do medical assisting. Maybe I'd like to be a veterinarian. Maybe I want to be a machinist. We have a girl that's a machinist today. Um, that they've got an opportunity to dream about the future and create a better life for their kid. I think that's, that's impactful. Um, we talk about mommy motivation, and I'm sure there's daddy motivation as well. Uh, but we talked to our girls about mommy motivation, and they already have that. The reason they're at Hope House is they're motivated to create a better life for their child. They do not want to have their child to go through all the hard stuff that they've gone through. You know, we offer um, counseling. We talk about healthy relationship classes and what's a red flag in a relationship and everything. And I think that's so important that we're providing those tools and stuff. Yeah, that's incredible. And all of these programs and classes and everything are offered for free to the girls. Absolutely. Right? Everything that we offer for our moms is free, whether it's the annual Christmas party or um, an outing to the zoo or the park or whatever. Everything we do is for free. That's awesome. And that's all fundraised. That's it's all, all fundraised and that sort of thing. And we even offer the girls gas cards to get here. Uh, we'll give a girl a gas card if she picks up another mom on her way here. Um, we offer a ton of incentives for the girls to, to come to Hope House and keep them engaged. That's great. I love it. Um, and so, uh, yeah, so check out the website. The website is, what's the website? It's um, www.hopehouseofcolorado.org. .org, great. And then, um, so that's something that volunteers can look at if they want to learn how to serve and get involved. And then also for, for the mothers, let's say that there's a single yep. mother listening to this. Um, or a teen mother. Yes. Is it teen mother specifically? Teen mom specifically. Teen mom specifically. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if there's a teen mom uh, listening to this as well, then that would that be the best way for them to... Yep. They can go to our website as well. And um, there's a site, there's a section of the website that says, I'm a teen mom. And you can click to see all the different programs that we offer. And each girl gets to pick their own journey here, like uh, what path she wants to um, go down. It could be for residential. Maybe she needs housing. Um, maybe she's got a place, a safe place to live and everything, but she's wanting to finish her GED. Or maybe she's finished that and she just wants um, some help um, figuring out a career path for her. Housing, we offer housing, we have legal assistance and um, again, parenting classes for all ages and stuff. Yeah, that's great. And then I remember uh, talking with Kelly yesterday or uh, two days ago that she was talking about um, one of the steps in the future would be to get more housing space as well. Mm -hmm. So you guys just have plans to expand all those. Yeah, we do. That's we do. great. Yeah, we're, we're really excited about expanding our partnerships and you know housing's become a big problem for a lot of people here in the metro area because it's become really expensive to have an apartment and everything we used to say if you made over 14 dollars an hour you'd be able to afford your own place well that's no longer true yeah no, that's, that's definitely true <laughs> i can attest to that you can attest to that <laughs> um well great i think that that is is, is pretty much it um, thanks again for being on today thanks for having me Thank you again for tuning into this episode of the City of Fruit podcast. We're a young podcast, so we're in need of your help. If you'd like to financially support or have any ideas of people to have on the show or ideas to talk about, please email me at cityoffruit at gmail.com. Also, remember to follow on Instagram at cityoffruit for all the updates of what we'll be doing and where things will be posted. Please get the word out there and share this with your friends around Denver and the world. And together, we can make this 
a city of fruit.